0: Crater Lake National Park, an absolutely beautiful park that's filled with lush trees, beautiful wildlife, and a sense of wonder that can soothe any soul. Located in Southern Oregon, it's a popular tourist attraction that brings in people from all over just so that they can see all the beauty for themselves. However, the fact that many people do not realize is that many, many people have gone missing at that park. Now, that in itself is not too strange. While it is unfortunate thousands of people go missing in parks every single year, Crater Lake is different, however. You see, people tend to disappear in mysterious ways there. And perhaps none is more mysterious or strange than the disappearance of Charles McCuller. In January of 1975, The 19-year-old Charles made plans to travel all over the U.S. to visit national parks. He was a photographer, you see, and wanted to capture all the natural beauty of these parks during the winter months. His travels eventually brought him to Eugene, Oregon, where he was staying with a friend of his. There, in the comfort of his friend, is when Charles would make a decision. A decision that would lead to the young man never being seen told his friend that he was going to visit Carter Lake to take pictures, just like he had been doing at several other locations. Before leaving, he wisely told his friend that if he wasn't back by the 1st of February, that his friend should call the police. He left on the 29th of January, and the park had already been completely covered in snow. It was later reported that Charles was not properly equipped to handle the terrain or the cold weather. The last person who would ever see Charles was a witness who had offered him a ride to the park. On the 31st of January, it snowed again, making the deep snow even deeper and even harder to travel in. February 1st came and went, and there was no sign of Charles. Charles' friend had called the police as he had promised. This caused the National Park Service, as well as state police, to begin the search for Charles. The locals were also told about the situation in hopes that it would help find Charles. Perhaps the saddest part about this story is that Charles' father also made several trips to the park to try and find his son. But he was never able to find a trace of his son while his father wasn't able to find any trace of his son he also helped by giving authorities a list of items that Charles would be carrying however this didn't help much as there were no leads or evidence to show where Charles could have ended up other than the fact that he was probably somewhere in the park so with a saddened heart the search eventually had to come to an end but the story does not end here It wasn't until October of 1976 that the story would pick up again. A group of hikers was traveling off of the marked trails while exploring, and they found a backpack and a scarf that had been discarded laying on the ground. Thinking that this was a little strange, the hikers reported their findings to one of the rangers. The ranger, they had told, was a man named Marianne Jack. He happened to be one of the rangers that was present for the searching of Charles. When the hikers told Marianne what was in the bag, he remembered that those were the exact same items that Charles's father said Charles would be carrying. He had the hikers draw him a map of the area they found the backpack in. And him, along with some other rangers, rode horses out to the area to inspect the scene. When they got to the area, the rangers not only found the backpack that the hikers had found, but also something far stranger. They found Charles's pants laying on the ground. The button and belt buckle had been undone, and the pants were hardly damaged at all, showing that Charles probably had taken them off himself rather than having them ripped off by something pants were also laid very weirdly, as if Charles had just suddenly vanished while wearing them. Something even weirder was revealed upon searching the pants, however. You see, the Rangers had found a leg bone that had been broken. It was laying inside of the pants, and inside of the socks were several smaller foot bones that were also all broken. Even stranger still was the stuff that they didn't find, such as Charles' camera, his hiking boots, and his hunter's knife, all completely missing. They weren't anywhere in the surrounding area, and throughout both searches, none of those items were ever found. The most horrifying discovery was a human skull, but unlike the other bones, the skull was perfectly intact, as if it had never even been touched the Rangers kept searching but didn't find any other large bones or anything else of note. They took the skull back with them and then informed the FBI on their findings, but nothing else came of this other than the ruling of Charles' death being an accident. So many parts of this don't make much sense. Many people will probably come to the conclusion that Charles broke his leg and eventually died as he was unable to get help. but. That doesn't explain how he would get so far off the trail when everything else would be covered in inches, if not whole feet of snow. Heck, why would he even go to such a desolate part of the park to begin with, especially in the winter? Also, why were his pants not only removed what seemingly by himself, by the way, but laying in such a strange way? It also doesn't make sense as to why his boots wouldn't be there with his other clothes, or why his camera and hunting knife were also completely missing. After all, he was a photographer, it was his main thing to be there for photography, so why wouldn't he have that on him? The strangest part of all this is why weren't there more bones? Even if you account for animal scavengers, more bones would have been found since scavengers don't take interest in bones themselves. His parents continued to claim that foul play was involved, but the FBI kept saying that it was just an accident. But what do you guys think happened on that day? Foul play? An accident? Or do you think something more mysterious happened to him? Be sure to let me know. My personal thoughts are, in a way, a sort of mix of the two. Now I think it maybe could have been an accident, and part of the things can be explained by things. You see, it was winter, and Charlie, as stated before, wasn't properly dressed, meaning that he probably suffered eventually from hypothermia. Hypothermia works weird on people's brains, you see. At first it can actually make you seem like you're too hot. This is why many victims of hypothermia are found with their clothes having been taken off. This is a possible explanation. Perhaps this is why he took off his pants, because he felt like he was too hot. As for the missing boots, he could have taken them off at an earlier location, and maybe they just weren't found. However, I will admit that that also doesn't explain a lot of other things, such as the missing knife, for example. Another symptom of hypothermia is that it actually makes you paranoid. You see, many people who have gotten hypothermia when getting rescued would try to flee from their rescuers because they think that they're people actually coming to hurt them. And if he's suffering from hypothermia and paranoia, why would he get rid of his knife? I mean, he could have just lost it, but still, it is strange. It also doesn't explain why there were so few bones. And it also doesn't explain as to why they were laid out in the way that they were inside of the socks and only one singular leg bone inside of the pants. It also doesn't explain why the pants were let down that way as if he just vanished while in them. And it still also doesn't explain why his camera was missing. But that's the best conclusion that I can personally come up with. As I said though, Be sure to try and prove me wrong. I like hearing other people's opinions. I will close out with this. If you're ever traveling, make sure you're properly equipped for the situation, and make sure that you know the land well, or at the very least, take someone with you who does. We don't need any more Charleses to end up out there lost. Hey guys, children of the night here. And I just wanted to say thank you for either watching today's video on YouTube or listening to it on Spotify or all those other places in podcast form. And just know that if you're watching this on YouTube, just know it is available in podcast form on stuff like Spotify. And if you're watching this on Spotify, just know that it is also available on YouTube. (laughs) Um, If you are also interested in supporting me more than you already are by watching here today. Just know that I am on Patreon at patreon.com slash children of the night, or you can just use the nifty link in the description. There you can get access to polls that dictate what I narrate here next. You can also get early access to the narrations and so much more. Any support there is gracefully appreciated. And also, you know what to do. If you're listening on YouTube, that is, like, comment, subscribe, and do all that other fun stuff that YouTubers tell you to do. Um, Other than that, be sure to follow my social medias. That's all linked in the description as well. But other than that, I want to say thank you for listening. And good night and sweet dreams to all my fellow children of the night.